Sean, please start talking. Right now? Right now. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I am Sean. And I am Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. That was fun and jaunty. That sounded so robotic. I feel like I'm getting real robotic at it. You know, really? it's just like muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to think you might not even be real. I am AI. It's time <gasps> to come clean. Oh, no. So scary. <laughs> uh, do I still have to pay you? Uh, yes, in Bitcoin. Oh, okay. That's very uh, a volatile currency. <laughs> you might not want to store your investments in that because it can be so volatile. Mm, that's how it but works. But you know that as an AI robot. I know everything. <laughs> We're getting off the rails Way too early. <laughs> way, way, way too early. But uh, I was doing that boxer thing like, oh, are you ready to, you know, I was like, oh, hardworking, okay. happy hour. Oh, okay. I didn't pick up on that. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Do you to go with it? Uh, Give it another go? No, that's okay. Okay. Let's just get, in, let's get into the episode. What we're here for. What All everyone's right. here for. Yes. Talking about stuff. What do we got this week? We got so much good stuff. Uh, I've been, I've been reflecting a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a normal amount, I guess. But anyway, I heard this <laughs> quote on a podcast and it made me think about starting a business. And then I was also thinking about after you start the business, what is, what's the thing that keeps you going? Yeah. Because you got to start it. You got to keep going. Yeah. Those are the two steps. And those two things are so different. Yeah. And even the thing that keeps you going can always be changing. Very so true. it's something that I think a lot of people can relate to. You know, you kind of get these ebbs and flows of motivation and spirit yep. around your hustle muscle. So I think it'd be cool to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear that quote because really? I've definitely never heard it before. I definitely haven't said it like <laughs> 500 times this week. So should I just yeah. jump into it? Well, no. T- what else are we going to talk about? Oh, what else? I forget. <laughs> what else we got? You're just so focused on the quote. You forgot what else we're going to talk about. I guess so. You have notes. What, uh, what, uh, what do we got? What, what do we, what do we, what, uh, what, 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 what's uh, on the schedule? We're going to talk about being friends with your employees a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not something I have any experience with. <laughs> yes. We're not friends. You run a, I, I know you tell me every, every day. We're not friends. coworkers, not friends. We're uh, not no. friends. I think that is, uh, I, you know what? I forgot. I forgot that we were going to talk about that, but yeah. we are also going to touch on that because, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it can it, be an interesting dynamic. It can definitely be an interesting dynamic. And I think a lot of people in the trades, I guess, I guess a lot of businesses, especially smaller ones, a lot of times it's like, oh, yeah, uh, my friend Hank needed a job. So uh, he started working with me and then, yeah. you know, this and that. So I think a lot of people have been in this type of situation. Sometimes it works out really well. Uh, sometimes I feel like in the trades, a lot of time it's like, oh yeah, Timmy's a little down on his luck. He really needs some work. So yeah. I'm going to hire him, throw him a bone. That usually doesn't work out so great. Timmy relationship goes up in flames. Timmy relationship, no more. <laughs> so I think that is an interesting dynamic that we can also <clears throat> touch on. Yeah. And then also, in addition to that, uh, we're going to touch on some goals, where we're at with our goals oh, yeah. and, and some goal setting stuff. You know what? I have a new goal. Yeah? Yes. What is it? Remember what we're going to talk about <laughs> on the podcast, because I forgot about those last couple of things. I'm so focused on my, my quote. Yep. I know. I know. That I don't want to butcher it. I have it written down, <laughs> but I don't want to pull out my phone to read it. Should I jump into it? Uh, no, because we have one last thing. Oh, okay. We have our first sponsor we have our first sponsor we do it's pretty exciting it is pretty and exciting. we will tell you a little bit more about it later but pretty exciting stuff so very exciting stuff it's an exciting week i know that you really want to get into your quote and you're just this podcast just might <laughs> actually be a viable endeavor <laughs> <laughs> oh one thing i did want to add uh i heard this on another podcast make sure you follow us usually there's like a little plus sign on your podcasting app hit that Oh, it's yeah. free. Subscribe, Follow whatever. us, subscribe, whatever. And uh, make sure you don't miss any of the good episodes because we got a lot of good stuff planned coming up. And uh, you can also catch up on the old stuff. We got a lot of old episodes to catch up on if you haven't. <laughs> Oldies, but goodies. I like to I, call them. I would say, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's hear this quote. Hit us. All with right. It. Don't mess it up. I know. It's, it's very motivational <laughs> and and just so powerful. Yes. I'm kind of forgetting it already. I'm so, <laughs> the nerves were getting to me. Hold on. I, I don't want to, I don't want to butcher it. I didn't want, I don't want to butcher it. You said it. it so many times. This I know, but now the, the, the pressure's on and I'm just, I'm, I'm flailing. Okay. I You're got dying it. Here. I'm dying here. Throw me a, <laughs> throw me a life vest. We do this not because it is easy, but because we thought that it would be easy. <laughs> I heard that on a podcast. So one of my other favorite podcasts to listen to is How I Built This. Oh, yeah. Great one. With Guy Raz. Yeah, great one. And uh, he was talking to an entrepreneur of a company called... It's kind of escaping me right now. But uh, that's not what it's called. No? It's not called... It's kind of escaping me right now. Okay. The name is kind of escaping me. But anyway, they do like drone delivery service for around like medical supplies. They deliver drones or the drones do the, the delivery? drones deliver medical supplies to... It started out in Africa okay. uh, to reach like very simple life-saving medicine needed to get somewhere. Mm. So many people would die just because the logistics of getting it from wherever it is to like a more remote part of the country was super difficult. Yeah. So something super easy, super cheap could save someone's life, but a lot of people were dying because just logistically like getting it there was really difficult. So they thought with drones, they could solve this problem. And he was talking about how they started the company and they had this, this great idea and they had all the hardware and software designed around the, the, the drones and they would fly autonomously and everything was going to be pretty simple. And he said, eventually he saw that quote and it was just like, it was exactly what he went through that when you start a business, you see this opportunity and any entrepreneur is going to typically be more positive, like yeah. glasses half full type of type of person. And it can be really easy to focus so much on the opportunities and the positives and overlook some of the things that are going to be hurdles along the way. And it just like, as soon as I heard it, I laughed out loud and I was just like, that feels exactly like what it was when I started the business. Yeah. It was like, I remember the very first landscape job I took, I was kind of doing it on the side. I made $400 in a day. And I was like, I'm going to be so wealthy, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm only going to work three days a week. I don't want to, I don't want to overexert. I want to have a nice work-life balance. If I make $400 cash, Three days a week, I'll be set. That's all you need. That's all you need. Uh, that didn't last long at all. No. Because as soon as you start, you're like, well, I guess for the next time, so I'll not like break my back all day. Maybe I'll run a machine or maybe I'll buy a truck or maybe I'll, you know, register this as an actual business. Yeah. Maybe, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then winter comes and. And then winter comes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more really like random <laughs> side jobs. Uh yeah, but I think probably a lot of people can relate to that. They, Because yeah. <laughs> I think there's another variation of that quote. It's like, we do this not because it is easy, but because it is worth it or something like that. Yeah. It's like, that's what I thought he was going with. And it's mm-hmm. like, do this not because it's easy, but because we thought that it would be easy. Yeah. I do. Feel, there's like two different people in the world. Those that are like, they see an opportunity and they only see the good things. And then the other side of the the spectrum are people that just like pick apart and like say like, no, that's not going to work because A, B and C, you know? Yeah. And I feel like one is an entrepreneur and one is. An entrepreneur. (laughs) Close. I like that. Uh. Yeah, I'll work on that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If I think of a better pun for that, can we record it later and you'll just insert it there (laughs) and we'll just pretend that that (laughs) I had it in real time? Yes, I will edit it. (laughs) There are those two distinct type of people, I think. And I think to a certain extent, you need to have that attitude when you go into it. Because if you... Oh, 100%. You, you wouldn't do anything if you thought about all the bad things. Yeah. Or just the reality of how much work it's going to be, especially in the beginning. And the fact that you're taking a chance, there might not be any payoff this might completely fail yeah. 
Yeah. And it's all on you. And you might not only not gain anything from it, you might lose a bunch of your own money that you invested into making this thing try to happen. And it might not. Yeah. So when I started out, I really thought that this is, this is going to be simple. Like, why isn't everyone doing this? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until months later, maybe a year later, that the, the trajectory and the, the growth, especially of profits, wasn't as sharp as I, I guess, anticipated. I realized there was a lot more groundwork to be done to build this thing that can be hopefully more profitable later. But by that time, you're so entrenched in it that there's like no way there's it's not like it's just easy then to just like remove yourself from it and be like oh well this is harder than I thought let me just stop mm-hmm. you're so in it that you just are like all right well I guess I might as well keep going what do you think yeah like if you're swimming hey no <laughs> I said that earlier that was supposed to be mine you say it though you're like the water person so you can if you swim halfway across the ocean it's going to take just as long to get back as it would be to go forward. So you're just stuck between get you it down or give well, up. <laughs> but there is no give up because then you well Yeah, you could. I guess that's drowning in this scenario. That's drowning. Okay, in, that, yeah. in that story, it's drowning, <laughs> uh, which you can easily drown in business. And many people do. Many people many, do. Many people do. So I just I thought that that was like. I think, I think I'm a big quote person. You are a big quote person. I'm a big yeah. quote person. When I hear a quote that really resonates with me, I just think there's something magical about like packaging up such a big idea in a one nice little saying. Yeah. And that one really resonated with me. And I think <laughs> a lot of entrepreneurs will get a kick out of that and like, yeah, oh my God, I thought it was going to be so much easier. Yeah. I thought I was going to be a millionaire by now doesn't work like that all the time. But isn't it like more fun to live in this fantasy world where you just, you've convinced yourself that it's going to be so wonderful and easy rather than like just live with existential dread, like every moment of trying to start your business? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing you don't know how, how hard it's going to be before you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. If you if you're full of all this dread and you're the type of person that's pointing out everything that could possibly go wrong and the huge ramifications that could have on the rest of your life and we might lose the house and if you're that type of person like you're not going to take the risk to start your own thing. Yeah. I think that there is a middle ground where some people that are maybe a more traditional business person that maybe have an MBA or are really going to write up a business plan and they're going to look for every single thing that could be an obstacle. And a lot of people build really successful businesses that way. Mm-hmm. But I think the majority of entrepreneurs just have that idea and that feeling like, let's go do this. This is going to be... <laughs> I think even the people that think it's going to be hard, it still ends up being harder than they thought. So even if you don't think it's going to be easy, I think a lot of people would say the first year, the first two years as you're in it, it's a lot harder than you thought it was going to be at the outset. So, uh, but once you get into it, you just keep going. I think now that we've fully talked everybody out of potentially starting their own business because of how hard it is. We just lost all of our audience. <laughs> uh, no, but trust, it's worth it. It is worth it, though. Let's go back to the other. It's not easy, but it is worth it. Both yes. good quotes. Both good quotes. Great job. Thank you so much. That you was a good any, quote. I know. Such a good quote. You got any You got any favorite quotes? Um, I have many favorite quotes, but now that I'm put on the spot, I can't think of a single one. Except the, the meme one that I saw earlier when you were talking about this, and I, it was one that was like, being an entrepreneur is so wonderful because you get to choose which 80 hours a week you get to work. Yeah. That seems like... Because this don't shut off. Yeah. <laughs> it's running overtime. <laughs> For those that are just listening, I was pointing to my head, my brain. <laughs> I can't shut it off. I wish I could. Anyway, uh, it's a good one. 
It is a good one. That is a good one. It is a good one. All right. Well, you, you good got on that? Maybe we should talk about coworkers and friendships. Coworkers and friendships. We'll take a break from that because we'll, we're gonna we're gonna eventually lead into what keeps you going. You're in it, and what keeps you going? Should we go back to that? Let's interject a little bit of. Uh, oh, you want to talk about what keeps you going? Yeah, but we can we can save that. We can save that. Let's let the people Breathe let that marinate. Let that marinate. <laughs> okay. We'll go to something lighter and more uh, joyous, like working with your friends, or your coworkers becoming your friends, or your coworkers becoming your friends. Are you that Is sad that- of a person that you don't have any life outside of work, and your coworkers have to be your friends? No, that's so mean. I know. I'm just kidding. It's a very natural thing that could happen in a lot of businesses. So you met Anthony at work, and you say he's your best friend. So. And he would definitely say the same. About me. <laughs> no, of course, of course, it's very. It's. I would say it's very common when you spend so much time with a person. I think so, especially in the trades. A lot of businesses are smaller. You're working in very tight quarters with people. Perhaps a van. Perhaps a van. <laughs> yes, perhaps a van. So there's two different two different sides of it. Somebody that was your friend is your friend starts working with you mm-hmm. let's start with that okay do you have any experience with that <laughs> no what is your personal what experience with that situation um my current job i know what crazy right oh god my boss i knew in high school although despite the fact that he says he was not my friend didn't even know me in high school did sign my yearbook found that kind of recently yeah <laughs> And what did I do? Um, Drew Dinosaur. Drew Dinosaur. That, <laughs> that checks out. No, I mean, we weren't friends um, in high school. No. But we knew each other. We had art class together. I know you don't remember that, but we had art class together. Yeah. I mean, but we anyway, went to a really small school, so we it wasn't like, I, school. It's not like I didn't know who you were. Yes. We, I mean, were we might have said hi before. We were acquaintances. We probably said hi once or twice. You, I, you signed my yearbook. I knew you well enough to sign my yearbook. I was signing a lot of yearbooks these days. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, whatever. I don't have a good memory. I'm sure we were best friends. We were mild acquaintances in high school. Yes. <laughs> then, later in life. Fast forward. Sean. Yes. Marries my best friend. Yes. So, Sean. Friendship. Becomes, uh, I'm, I'm married into a friendship. Yes. Friend-in-law. <laughs> I'm a friend-in-law. That's a really good way to put it. That's a, that's a really good way. That's a better way to put it. Sean is my friend-in-law. Um, then I started working here. And yeah. Now we are coworkers. Yes. And that is all. Not friends. <laughs> no longer friend-in-laws. Coworkers. Just coworkers, not friends. Yes. Uh, um, but you have had other experiences where people started working for you and then they become your friend. Yes. Which is more difficult to manage. What do you think? Because I do feel like I, not that I take advantage of the friendship situation, but sometimes you will like, it feels you like put it. on your boss pants and I'm like, oh, Sean, <laughs> you got your boss pants on. Which may or may not be appropriate to do to your boss, but yeah. Uh, what is more? I think it's. I think it's the same. No, I. I don't know. Again, I think this is one of the things that I didn't really think about too much. Sarah was the one that said, "Why don't you? Why don't you ask Catherine?" Like I know she's kind of been talking about maybe trying to get a career change do something different Mm -hmm. um so that's when that's when it it kind of came up yeah and we talked we hung out a couple times and just talked about like what the idea behind this position is what the what the goals are that you would be kind of leading the charge on all that stuff and i think there's more at stake there because say it goes horribly wrong and I'm just like the worst boss mm-hmm. and I, or I'm the worst employee. Yeah. If we're going off percentages, I'd say that would, probably would have been more like, cause I'm a great boss and everyone knows it. <laughs> 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 just kidding. Um, there's a lot more at stake though, where if it goes horribly wrong yeah. and say I'm the worst boss ever. And like I hit, I hit, I hit my employees physical abuse you hit them? Oh my God. i hit everybody <laughs> and then it just completely blows up and now not only do we not work together anymore because you have quit or 
press charges against me criminally <laughs> for assault. It ruins not only a friendship between us as friend-in-laws, it mm. kind of blows up the whole relationship of the friend group. It's a weird dynamic. Anytime yeah. we're at somebody's birthday, it's like... We can't be around each other. You know, it it's... Turns into it's, a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So I think... Sarah has to pick a side and she's going to pick mine. <laughs> I don't think so. Max, on the other hand, I don't know. Max is definitely picking my side. <laughs> yeah, you lure in with the ducks and the and the boat and all that. Yeah. I got nothing to give them besides my love. So choose wisely, Max. But there's anyway, a lot there's more a lot up of, front yes. that could go wrong. What do you think from your perspective? What were your thoughts going into it? Did that did that play a big role? in your decision, do you think that an exactly equal opportunity, same type of company, same thing, same everything, but it's somebody that you don't know, would you have been oh, which one would I have? more likely to jump into that? Like, would you have less hesitation hmm. about that? Because you're like, oh, if I don't like it, I can just quit and who cares? That's very interesting. You might have thought that about working with me too. Like, yeah, if it doesn't work, I'll just quit and be like, peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You um, suck. Hmm. I guess everyone probably thinks this about themselves going into something, but I feel like I am a very open communicator. So when I don't have, or like if I had a problem or if I felt like something was going a certain type of way between this working relationship, mm -hmm. I would voice my opinions. And then as I am one to do anyway, really? um, <laughs> So then I feel like I would have a clear conscience on like, I tried my best. This isn't working out. I brought my concerns to you. If that yeah. was not like rectified, then I would be like, you know, I like I as an employee did what I had to do. I as a friend did what I had to do. Yes. You know, so your so, mindset was like, if this if this doesn't work out, I know it's not going to be because of me. Cause I'm going to be a great <laughs> no, employee. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just it's saying. It's going to be because of this idiot. No, I don't I don't think that you're an idiot or any of that. I just think but that you like. the possibility was there that I could I be. can only control my own actions. <laughs> yeah. I'm only responsible for myself. Yeah. I can't control what you do as a boss. I can only control what I do. Yeah. So at the very least, if it went sour and we couldn't get along anymore. And sometimes that just happens. Sometimes nobody's at fault and people just can't get along anymore. Yeah. I would just know that I tried my hardest to make things work. And that's all I can ever do in life and yeah. at work. So yeah. I would have a clear conscience in that way. And sometimes things don't work out between people and that's, that's okay. Yeah. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. So that's how I was. That's how I looked at it when I took on this job. And I, you know, Sarah has been my best friend since I was like a freshman in high school. So I felt comfortable taking on that, this kind of weird dynamic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think that it's it's fine, but I can see how this kind of relationship with different people goes very sourly in other companies, you know, and like when people yeah. hire their friends and especially when I took this job, I was very it's not like I was it's not like I needed another job. You didn't hire me because I couldn't find anywhere else to work or any of that. You were kind on of the stuff. streets. I was <laughs> peace, so I think that you peace. hired me knowing. Give me a job or a piece of <laughs> bread, please. I'm so hungry. Um, I Oliver am, Twist situation, right? Right. Yes. Like Lorfin. Exactly. So I, I, I can definitely see how, like, if you just hire your buddy who's like, come on, dude, I need a job. Like, I can definitely see where that would go poorly. Yeah. Do you think that I, I came on with a purpose? Yeah. A purpose and a passion. And I, you know, went the a two P's. Way. Yeah. The purpose and the passion. Yeah. <sighs> Great. <laughs> Do you think that it's it's harder and there's more uh like it's it's more difficult to start that kind of working relationship when it's like a real position and you're leaving like a real job to come work here where like it wasn't like hey we're just kind of like starting this thing out like you were going to leave like a real career Mm -hmm. you were going to come work here for like a real salary. We thought the job description was, was real at the time that changed very quickly, but <laughs> it was like a very serious thing. It wasn't 
it wasn't like you were out of work and you just needed a job. Right. What do you think has higher stakes there? I mean, as I'm describing, it seems like leaving the, the real job. Yeah. Or do you think that there's kind of like a, you know, when, when you leave a really good career to come work with me, I take that on myself a little bit. Like, it's not like I'm here just helping Catherine out, like throwing her bone and giving her a job. Like, yeah. Well, we got to make sure this works because she put a lot on the line to come work here. Right. Whereas somebody else that like is just like, hey, do you need somebody like I need I need money. <laughs> I need money. I don't have any and I need some. <laughs> somebody like that, you might feel like I, I threw you a bone anyway, just letting you work here. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to feel bad. You know, and there could be like a weird dynamic around that. Yeah. I don't definitely. know what which one's harder to navigate. What do you think? I think that um I think that starting a business relationship like that, where you are just hiring someone who's like, I just need money. And then you're, I think you're always going to discount that position. And unless they like blow you out of the water, they're always going to be that, that like, Oh, he just needed money. Like, you know, very rarely does that guy like grow to be like, wow, that man is now my, my top guy. He's my foreman for whatever. He's my GM. Like, like I think that you're always going to discount that person. And then that kind of puts them in like a career like a negative career trajectory. Whereas yeah. you should be treating all of your employees the same, you know, like giving them the same everyone, opportunities. Yes, everyone should be getting the same opportunities and all that kind of stuff. So I think that if you're starting off with that mentality, that's not a good, generally not a good path to go down. Yeah. But I will say at least in my experience and stories anecdotally that I've heard, usually the person that comes to you is like, I just, I need money. I need a job, please. They usually tend to stay the person that's out of money by Thursday. Yeah. And it's like, yo, can I borrow five bucks for lunch till I get paid tomorrow? I don't get any money. Yes, I'm saying that person's probably not going to turn. Yeah, they're not going to become your GM. Rarely ever. Rarely. But you still took them on and they're still your responsibility as your employee. So you still should, but you're not going to want to because you're always going to look at them that way. Well, I mean, also, if like you need somebody to like run a run projects for you and like this person has been working for you for three years and they still run out of money by Thursday every week and like need to borrow five dollars for a Slim Jims and a monster. It's like, okay, well, you know, you're not really instilling a whole lot of confidence in me here to like give you more responsibility. You can't even buy your own Slim Jims. Come Slim on. Slim Jim is like such a specific snack. Like I know, I don't know where that, I came It really with that. paints a picture of like the Slim Jims and the monster, <laughs> yeah, like you got <laughs> you got an idea of who that dude's person is. definitely vaping. <laughs> He's like definitely vaping right in the customer's house in their face, like for sure. For sure. For, for sure. sure. <sighs> anyway, okay. Uh this this topic I thought we were just gonna touch on for a little bit. I think this is this is turning into more of a uh conversation than I thought yeah. it would be. Well, I think it's an interesting dynamic because everyone when we, whenever we go anywhere, people think that we are married because I am a woman and I can't be un- like attended anywhere. Yes. And then when we tell them like, oh no, it's like. You're allowed to be. <laughs> I'm also ir- allowed to be here. No, yes. when the, I like. Because there's a man chaperoning you. <laughs> I she, am no, still she's not a worry. lost lady. Her husband granted me as the <laughs> overseer of this trip. And. Yes. <laughs> She's not alone. Yes. Um, but I feel like people think that, you know, we'll tell them, no, I work for Premiere or whatever. And then we're like, oh, no, we've been friends for a long time. It, like, changes the dynamic. And it's kind of like, oh, interesting. Interesting dynamic this team has. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I feel like other people have similar situations where it's, like, hiring friends or we've known yeah. this person or whatever. So, I just think that it's. It's interesting, and I'd love to hear how other people kind of navigate those friendship situations. It is interesting, yeah. And you're most the first friend I've worked worked with or for. My God, I'm trying to think if uh, I don't know if I've ever hired a friend before. So you might be my you, first friend that well, I've hired. You hired somebody who. I guess they weren't your friend, but somebody that you knew, like... Who? In a friendly manner. Who? I'm not going to say their name right now. 
Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh. They didn't no. last long. Yeah. No, they were. They weren't my friend. Definitely not my friend. That was just like Friendly. somebody I knew. Eh, not really. It was just like, oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't well, like we we're hanging out ever. Anyway, yeah. So this is probably the first time uh, I've hired a a friend or a friend-in-law. Uh, it is funny that pretty much everywhere we go, a lot of people just assume that we are married. Um, and usually the response is the one that I've come to like is people are like, Oh, are you guys married? And I say, yeah, but not to each other (laughs) separately to other people, (laughs) believe it or not. People aren't here. (laughs) And then people are like a little bit like, Oh, I just assumed that you were. And then when we say, but no, we're friends. We've known each other since high school. They're like, okay, that makes sense. Like almost it, it would really blow their minds if it was just like just a man and a woman working in the same place, especially in construction. You know, I, feel like, I guess so. I guess in construction, I mean, I get, I feel like maybe it's just, it is weird for a woman to be working in construction, but like yeah. when you go to a trade show and like on the vendor side or whatever, people also working in like construction adjacent yeah. fields, there's women there and nobody's like, who do you, who are you married to here? Like, you know, yeah, I just feel like that's, well, maybe they are. I don't know. We haven't heard their experience. Maybe Maybe it is. Maybe. Anyway, who's to say, who's to say, you know, interesting relationship dynamics. Yeah. I think that, uh, I will stop making fun of you when you get bossy. And then I say, Oh, (laughs) that's okay. I don't don't... boss today. (laughs) Yeah, last time I, I had to pull on my boss pants, we were arguing about a super minute detail of video, and you were like, I hate it. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well, I, I, don't, I don't mind it. It's going to be like a decent amount of work to change it. I, I sort of like it. I don't think it's a big deal at all. It was like the tiniest detail. And I was like, I'm making an executive decision. <laughs> it's staying right there. All right? Yeah. Somebody has to be the boss. I'm going to be the boss. This is the decision. End of discussion. Yeah. That was a pretty good boss moment. That was, yeah. And you were shaking in your boots. I was. I was so... The authority uh, was... I felt so scolded. Omnipresent. Yeah. Anyway. You did a great job. Thanks so much. All right. Let's talk about the continuation of that. We talked about starting, hiring a a friend. We're still on the friend thing. Oh, we're still on the friend thing. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow, Sarah's birthday. Tomorrow is Sarah's birthday. You're yes. going to be coming over. We've been working together for like two years. Yeah. What's the dynamic around that? What do you mean? I don't know. I come do to you your house. Do you feel like, oh, I got to see my boss. This sucks. Do you feel like it changes anything from that perspective? Like, oh, I don't oh, feel like, like wanting out. to be around you as a person. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. Like, um, oh, we don't need to hang out with Sean and Sarah because I see Sean every day. I don't, last thing I want to do is see him on the weekend. Oh, no, I don't feel like that at all because I don't get to see Sarah every day or Max. Yeah. And whenever we're, we're doing things as friends, it's like we're in third grade and all the boys go into the garage and do whatever they do. And then all the girls yeah. go together and do whatever they do. So I don't even see you. That's true. Okay. So to me, that doesn't change at all. I don't do. What do you feel? Yeah, you don't I don't want, want to be around you your employee. <laughs> no. It's you invited so, me, so. It's so much work, you know, because I have to be that boss man, you know, authoritative. Yeah. So it's hard to snap out of that. Yeah, you don't no, have I'm that control kidding. over people at these parties. I can just be there doing whatever I want to do. It's true. Well, I could say you're on salary. You have to do what I say right now. You're working right now. <laughs> Pay you by the year. This is part of the year. Anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah. I guess it's it's good. Do you feel... Okay. So, there have been not just me. You, you have become friends yes. with other employees. Um, do you ever feel like that has, in the past, has, like, crossed a line where it was too friendly? Um, or where it has presented some sort of problem because you were too friendly with these people? I think that it can it can become a problem because sometimes I think people can try to take advantage of the laid back nature 
of the company culture yeah. at times. And I mean, everyone goes through different like levels of motivation. Like you can't expect everyone to be at like a hundred gung ho every single day of the entire year. Right. Like, you know, you have to kind of take it for what it is like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. They're, you know, they're tired this week cause it's a hundred degrees, like whatever you, you kind of like get the feel for that. I think sometimes people can take it a little bit far, but I feel like I have because I feel like I treat everyone pretty well. Like I feel like everyone gets paid fairly. We don't work weekends. Like it's, it's pretty good work life balance in the construction industry. Like we're not working late. It's, it's, it's fairly relaxed. So I feel like I have the place when somebody is taking advantage of that or they're, you know, really like when I feel like someone's really being disrespectful to me, I have no problem like saying to them, like, look, you're, you're like not putting anything into this. Like what's going on? Like Mm. I need you to do this. I'm paying you. I'm treating you really well. Like what's going on? Um, it doesn't usually come to that, but I think because I feel like I've done my part, I treat everyone fairly. Um, it's a pretty good job. It's a pretty good career. I think, I think there's a lot of room for growth for everybody if they want to take it. And I feel pretty comfortable putting that out there. Um, but it's very rare that that happens. You know, it's like when you say like, oh, you putting your boss pants on. <laughs> like that's that's part of our company culture. Like we mess with each other. We joke around. Yeah. Um, if you were like, I mean, and it depends on the tone. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like something that you would say that something I'd be like, yeah, it would depend <laughs> how you say it, you know? I guess if you didn't uh, laugh afterwards, if you were just like, <laughs> I hate you and I hate working here and you're an actual idiot and I'm not kidding. I'm dead serious. Then I'd be like, that's incredibly disrespectful. <laughs> Unless you're joking, then okay, fine. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like I don't have to, I don't have to pull out that like, like you joked about the boss card. Like I'm making mm-hmm. this decision. Like that was on such a, trivial thing yeah, it was <laughs> but someone in that moment had to make a decision <laughs> i feel like it's only been a handful of times where like i really have to like be serious boss sean and address like a serious issue yeah it's only been a handful of times um so yeah yeah i don't think i've seen that in my two years so serious you have I have? Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. It's oh, okay. not something to talk about on the <laughs> on the air. Okay. But uh Okay. Yeah. So friendships in a co working environment can be difficult. What what's what's the takeaway here? What's the takeaway from this if you're going to hire a friend or become friends with someone you hire? Mm, what's the most important I don't thing? Because I feel like I feel like a lot of people would say, don't do it. It's like, you're going to ruin all your relationships. Don't take the risk, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I, I like it. I like that I'm friends with my coworkers. Like, it's not just you. Like, I feel like I'm friends with Anthony and Tom and Jose and like Steve. And I, I enjoy going to work. To me, it makes working an enjoyable experience. I like going mm-hmm. to work where I can joke around with you guys all day. And like, yeah. I feel like it's fun and funny and everyone can laugh, laugh and like pick yeah. on each other. And I just, I don't know, to me, it makes working fun when I wasn't, when I was working with coworkers, that's like the strangest thing to me that yeah. I spent all this time working with these people. And then the last day that I was there was the last day that I ever talked to them. Like yeah, to me, that's so strange. I was with them for so long and I would eat lunch with them every day. And you know, you'd talk to them every day for eight hours a day. And then Never no one ever again. talked to each other again. Yeah. That's so weird to me now. But now I like, like, I like going to work with my friends. I, I think that it's, it's, did you not like going to work with them? You just talked to them because they were the only people around? Yeah. Oh, really? You yeah, didn't they enjoy like, their... No, I mean, it was fine. It was like, they're your work friends, but like, 
Like, what did you do this weekend, It's very, Judy? like, superficial. I don't want How'd them the to t- know. the casserole turn out? Yeah, like, it wasn't, I didn't really genuinely tell them, like, anything about, like, they didn't know much about my personal life. They knew, like, the, the high-level stuff, but it's not like I was, like, yeah, I had a really tough weekend. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, you don't really talk about that kind of stuff. Those so hungover. <laughs> yeah, I hate this job, that. and I cope with it with drinking. Drinking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go barf in the bathroom, but... Um, but yeah, to me, it makes it fun. I like I like working with my friends. So. Yeah, I'm just picturing right now, like if you were to leave this job and go back to a job like that, but like you like couldn't culture shock. You couldn't like turn off like the way that you talk to everybody <laughs> and like how we all make fun of each other. And I'm just imagining you doing that to some like middle aged, such nice woman that probably like knits, and you're just like, I don't know, just yeah. Like Some the other day at lunch, I picked burn. a fight with everybody and then yeah, you it did. ended with me going, you guys are all really dumb or something like that. <laughs> no, you're not dumb. You sound dumb. That's what I said. I said, you sound dumb. I didn't dumb. say you're dumb. I said, I you sounded say- dumb. <laughs> yes. So but it was three funny. against one and you were the one that sounded dumb. So no, I was we, the right. I was the one in the right. I don't think so. But anyway, it would be really funny to bring this version of Catherine back into the corporate world and try to wrangle yeah, her. Yeah, that be, would be really funny. Be really <laughs> uh, okay. My, my two cents, my, my takeaways from this transparency in expectations yeah and communication along the way 100 percent. pretty Love good that. yep pretty good absolutely okay. awesome all right well you still gonna work here i think so yeah i'll be cool. there on monday all right awesome all right cool um okay well now sorry to break in Beep, 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 Breaking news. Breaking news. We have a sponsor. We have a sponsor. You may remember last week's episode with Jeff Raley of Groundwork. And they've been so kind to sponsor us. And they're going to sponsor a whole new segment for the hardworking happy hour. Yes, and it is bad sales stories. Yes. So, if you want to send in your bad sales story, we will put a link in the description where you can follow blah, blah, blah. Send us your bad sales story and we will feature it on the podcast. But for now, for the first launch of one, well, I guess Jeff, t- he told one last week, but yeah, our inaugural bad sales story, Sean. From our fearless leader. Let's hear it. What's your bad sales story? All right. So I've got probably a bunch of them, but uh, this is the first one that came to mind. I went, uh, you know, <clears throat> typical you know, you get a call, you'd say, eh, I'm looking for a deck, patio, whatever. And I say, okay, uh, when can I come out and check it out? This was, this was before I was doing any pre-qualification. Mm. I go out, uh-huh. meet them, and it, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. It, it was at the, at the time in our business, we were doing a lot of just like deck patio combination. I know that sounds funny because that's still exactly what we do, but yep. like no roof structure, like... Plain deck, plain patio. Pretty plain, pretty plain. Okay. And uh, we had the pricing down like pretty good. Like I knew we were building a lot of them that were pretty similar okay. uh, in scope. So I was like, I knew the numbers around those size projects pretty well, like right off the rip. So going through the design, you know, talking through like what what we could do. And I'm like, you know, it's going to be like, you're looking at like 30 grand for deck step down to a little patio, a little bit of landscaping around it. Like I had some pictures to show some examples and stuff like that. And he, at that point seemed like just a regular, nice person, not Mm -hmm. scary in any way. (laughs) And then he kept like, you know, after that he was like, all right, let's go inside and like talk about it or whatever. And like, we're sitting around the dining room table and he's like, Look, we got to let's get it down to 26. 26 will do it. We'll do it right now. And I'm like, I don't know, like that's 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 a good portion of this project that you wanted me to take out here. Yeah. And he was like so persistent and he was like, I'll give you cash right now. I'll give you 50% of it right now. And he pulled out cash right in front of me and he was like doing it in like sort of an aggressive way that was like kind of scaring me. And I was <laughs> oh like you're making it seem like you got that money from like some sort of like <laughs> illegal it, act. Yeah, you need to get it rid of it right yeah, now. Yeah, like or it's like <laughs> there's some sort of serial numbers on that that's going to be traced back to me. It was just like very bizarre, and the mood shifted like in a really weird way. And I was just oh. like, "Look, um, 
let me think about it. Look, I'll run some numbers. Like, let me get back to you. And then I, I just like wanted to get out of there. So I left uh, finally. And then I called him back like the next day and was like, Hey, I looked at the numbers and you know, you know, I, we just can't like, we take some stuff out. And he just like started ripping into me and was like, you SOB like, and he like Whoa. screaming at me on the phone. And I'm like, it was just like such a weird semi scary experience. Like Jeez. the dude just seems so shady. Yeah. And it was really bizarre. That's my bad sales story. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't end up working for him and I'm glad that we didn't. And if we would have had groundwork to do a video walkthrough with him beforehand, I probably would have been able to not put myself in that potentially life threatening situation. <laughs> I swear he's going to like pull out a gun and just shoot yeah. me. At the, like you I have never to do it. Really thought about that. Like you are just going to people's houses. It like was, it was really weird. <laughs> it was really weird. And the mood like shifted like so quickly. He was being so persistent about like, look, just take it. We don't even have to sign the contract right now. Just like here, take it. I know you're good for it. Like I'll give you 13,000 right now. Here, take it. Look at it. It's right here. And Uh. I was like, it was so weird and so bizarre. I, I did not like it. That's so insane. Yeah. So, um, yeah, with groundwork, it's a pre-qualification tool to, send to leads. They'll send you videos. You can get a lot of that stuff that we talk about, uh, that we've implemented doing a lot of things remote Mm -hmm. pre-qualifying, not wasting your time going to a million different leads. And you can get your first two months, 50% off with special offer code, hard working, happy hour 50. Yes. Correct. Yeah. You did a great job. All right. Yeah. And if you have more bad sales stories, we're going to have a form on that that you can like fill out or send us a message or. Yeah. You could, you can message us us on yeah. Instagram or Facebook or wherever, or we will put a code in the, or a link, something, a link in, in the, the in the bio. So shop notes, show notes, show notes, show notes, bio. shop notes, shop bio. notes, <laughs> footnotes of the shop notes. If you look in the show notes slightly for it, we will put it somewhere and please yes. tell us your stories and we will feature you and we will give you a shout out about it. So I'm like, thank you. Groundwork for yes. sponsoring, for that. sponsoring us and this new fun segment. And I'm so sorry that you had to relive that trauma. <laughs> I know. <Sean. laughs> I should have picked like a more fun one. <laughs> that one, like I, I completely forgot about it until you were like, you should do the first one. Yeah. And then that immediately came to mind. And now I'm like having <laughs> traumatic flashbacks to that. So scary. I wonder yeah. how many people that man's killed since then. <gasps> oh God. Probably a lot. Do you remember where he lives? We can go like find his house. Yeah. See if he ever got that deck and patio. Yeah. Somebody might be buried under that patio. It might just be built out of bodies. <laughs> Like, why does this deck board look like my friend Jimmy? <laughs> Don't know Jimmy. It's <laughs> how he would have wanted to go. <laughs> he loved decks. <laughs> anyway, okay. That was right. fun. That was fun. All right. Thank you, Groundwork. Um, all right. And our last little portion of this. Yes. Do you remember what it was? Goals. Goals. And, and, oh, I and, think you're going to remember. <laughs> yeah. We talked about what gets you started, but what keeps you going? <clears throat> Your goals. Yeah. So this is multifaceted. I have a lot of things to say about it. How much time oh, okay. we got? How much time we got? You got roughly 10 minutes to get oh, it all perfect. out. perfect. <laughs> I think I can make that work. Okay. okay. So that means we've been going for about 50. I haven't asked how long, we, how long this has been going for a while. So it's been a couple episodes. <laughs> anyway, how about that theme song? We're going to work on that. We'll put it on the list. Okay. We'll put it on the list. I'm just trying to throw in all the things that yeah. you told me not to talk about right, on right, the right. podcast. Right, and right, I'm right. talking you want to talk about politics? Should we bring that up? Probably. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you actually know on a serious note that like all of the politicians and like... And, Are like, lizards? Yeah. They live yeah. under the Earth's crust. Yeah, I did hear that. Reptilians. They're all reptilians. Yep. Illuminati reptilians. I have heard that. Pretty crazy stuff. I ain't mad about it. <laughs> lizards seem pretty chill. They can chill. also come back from the dead, as we learned in Dallas. Oh, sick. Anyway. Uh, all right. It's <laughs> going off the rails. Back to it. What keeps you going? Goals. I'm a very goal-oriented person. I have, you know, always been somebody that finds satisfaction and fulfillment in the effort getting towards a goal. Right. It's it's something I've learned about myself that I don't necessarily get I definitely don't get as much satisfaction from achieving the goal mm-hmm. as I do from working towards the goal. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. 
But are you talking about, I feel like there's a difference like with a, when you're using a goal to create a habit or when you're just trying to get to a point. So what are you talking about? What okay, so I think what do you mean? I think it's a, a, a little bit of both. I'm talking okay. about more in in business, like uh, like getting to one million in sales, those kind of goals. So, yeah, something like that, okay. or like I, we were just talking about because we just hit three hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Oh yeah, which is crazy. That is crazy. It's insane. Congratulations, Sean. And you've come a long way. One of the things that like really like woke me up to like trying to be more appreciative of the things that you achieve when it happens was when we had a hundred thousand. That was like my goal, that plaque from when I started, I was like a hundred thousand seems like the highest mountain. It just seems in, insanely far away yeah. to a hundred thousand people to hit that button and subscribe. And then we hit it and like leading up to it was such a big thing for me. But then afterwards it was like, all right, well, uh, I guess we just get back to making more videos. <laughs> Party's <laughs> over. Um, and that really like woke me up to trying to be more appreciative of like, wow, that was a big goal that I set. We put a lot of work into it. Let's try to savor this a little bit more. I am somebody that is always like on to the next thing uh -huh. instead of like savoring that thing in the moment. Yeah. And that's something I've been feeling lately. Like it ebbs and flows, you know, like yeah. you're, you're so motivated by a goal. And then once you like hit that goal, you realize that it was like sort of, that was the, it was the pursuit of that. That was the thing that really invigorated you that yeah. it wasn't the goal itself. Yeah. So where do you find that balance? You know? Um, I think I like to use goals as like a way of creating a habit. So in my mind, like I, I also am the same way where I'm like, okay, get to that goal. And then it's like, all right, well, now let's, you know, keep going. Like, I thought about that today when we hit 300,000. We've been talking about it for like this past week when we knew it was coming. And like, and then we just like casually mentioned it, like, okay, cool. And then like, didn't talk about it for the rest of the day. And I was like, I should have like done something. I should have like brought in a cake or like, you know, celebrated it in some not way. Not in this temple. Well, whatever. Watching my carbs. <laughs> I'm actually not at all. <laughs> Did you eat like seven Oreos yesterday or something? Twelve, double stuff. Twelve, okay. Yeah. Double stuff. Double stuff, yeah. That is aggressive. I saved a lot. <laughs> I, 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 so, okay, I was letting out my in-law's dog last night. Mm. Mimi always makes sure there's Oreos for me when I go over there. So I knew Does that she like leave them out for you or do you have to go search for them? Like they're in the cabinet. Okay. I know where they are. Yeah. But like I'm the one that eats all of them. Mm -hmm. When they're gone, it's because <laughs> I eat all of them. Mimi might eat like one. Mimi, she's, she's so, so kind. So kind. <laughs> uh, so I knew that I was going to have to let Kona out. And yeah. so I, I sit. I, you I tried knew to, that those are going to be there. So I, you. I kind of ate a little bit less at lunch. Not I was bad. like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to save these up so that I'll feel less bad about it. And I was only planning on eating like six or eight. And then I was like, I'm going to grab four more for the road <laughs> real quick. I just, what I kind love Oreos. What time are we working with? Uh, eight minutes. <laughs> 12 cookies in eight minutes they're small it's like three <laughs> bites i mean i could eat yeah that was like savoring them <laughs> anyway all right i don't know how we went down that <laughs> tangent but i think that is probably something people can relate to like you set these goals in your business you you're so motivated and driven in that process of mm -hmm. getting to the goal and i think at this point in my life, I know that I'm not particularly motivated by money or material things or, you know, like, it's not like I want to get $1 million so that I can buy this thing and then yeah. sail around the world. Like, I've realized about myself, I find the most fulfillment and satisfaction in, like, putting in the work and sticking with something to get to it. Like yes. the process of the goal is the thing that drives me more than the goal itself. Mm -hmm. So does that sound sad and empty or does that sound like a positive way to think about things? No, I think that's a positive way to think about things. That's like you're enjoying 
you're enjoying the journey, not just the destination. That's like a... When you say it that way, yeah, yeah. it sounds great. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good way to, like, enjoy every day of your life. Like, find a little bit of enjoyment in your life when you're enjoying the process. Because that's why I didn't finish my, my thought because it wasn't fully formed. But when I do set goals for myself, I, like, I do view them as inevitably forming a habit. So, like, when we were... When I started, we had 130,000 followers, and now we've gone, gotten to 300,000. And, like, sure, like, the goal is, like, okay, 200K, whatever, 300K. But it's more important to me to form those habits of, like, diving into the analytics and finding where the growth goes, creating yeah. good content, like, creating those good habits that will then end up in those, those goals. So the goals are just, like, a byproduct of the habit. The outcome that, is a byproduct well, of the habits. I think habit in this scenario, the habits are the byproduct of the goals, but I'm focused more on creating good habits than just aimlessly searching out goals. Yeah. Like, you set the goal, you develop the habits. If you stick with the habits, the goal takes care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. I guess, I guess we're kind of thinking about it the same way. Yeah. I think that when I was younger or I was just starting out, one thing that I realized was I'd gotten like a lot of the things that I wanted to get. Like I remember like, like when I bought my old truck, that was like a big thing for me. Like having like an actual like real truck and buying a trailer and then buying like the dingo. Mm -hmm. Those were like big things that just a couple years prior to that seemed so far off and were like such a big goal. And I think I was placing too much emphasis on achieving that goal and like setting that as like, I just have to work towards this and then I'll feel like I've made something of myself. I'll feel like that mm -hmm. is what mm -hmm. I'll feel successful at that point when I get to this benchmark. Yeah. And something I've learned, I think is it is, it is about how you view it. Like I think you need to, you need to set goals to improve Mm -hmm. but you can't put too much emphasis on like what that goal is going to mean. Like you can't say I'm going to be happy once I've reached this goal. Yeah. I'm going to feel like I'm successful once I hit this goal because I used to do that. I think it's a really good way to like keep you driven towards a yeah. goal, but then it's like an empty feeling once you get there and you're like, well, I kind of feel the same. Yeah. So I think I've been thinking about that a lot lately how to how to structure your mindset around where you find the fulfillment in that goal. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And it is in the journey. It's what yeah. I've realized about myself. So Yeah, I I mean, personally I I really enjoy doing like challenges like when I did seventy five hard or whatever, but yeah. it's ultimately to form a habit. I yes. don't you know, I don't I don't you know, when I was done seventy five hard I was kind of just glad it was over honestly but yeah. <laughs> but i was happy that i had those those habits formed from that challenge more so than i was proud that i finished that challenge yes that was my thoughts on it i was just like i don't ever want to drink a gallon of water ever again hmm. glad it's over but i'm happy that i have these habits and that's where i find the joy yeah that's a very healthy way of looking at it i like that i like that nice uh the other reason that I've been thinking about it lately is because I've been just thinking about my personal goals. And one mm -hmm. of them this year was I had the whole year mapped out with running. Yeah. I think I just got a little bit bored with the running. Yeah. I've still been working out a lot. Uh-huh. I've been, you know, upping my fitness level. Uh, but I haven't really run much since like mid June. And I think I've learned that for me, I need to set those like personal goals, shorter time spans. Yeah. Like devoting an entire agree. year to, to running. Like it's great to, I guess, you know, like say, Oh, I stuck with it for an entire year, but I was just getting like kind of bored of it, I guess. And just feeling like it was so, I was just doing it just because I had set this goal, not because like I really feel like running right now. Yeah. Um, I've still been, been working out just as much, but just doing different things. And I think 
I've come to the realization when I make goals like that, I need to make them more short term because all the goals that we have in business are long term things where you do need to stick to it. And that has always been my strategy. Like this podcast, we just got our first sponsor and we've been doing it for like a year and a half. I knew going into it, like this is a long game. We're going to stick with this for a really long time. But I think my personal goals should be more like monthly challenges. Yeah. Stick with something for a month. Yeah, maybe like make a challenge a month for a whole year. Maybe that should be your goal. Are you going to rub it in like, <laughs> that was my idea? At the beginning that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, you're still doing that? Yeah. Oh, what's your thing this month? Um, I feel like the last time we talked about it was May. May was my no, my no challenge. Challenge? Remember that's, that? That was when I just came off of 75 hard. So then I was doing a no challenge. My challenge was to stick to my habits without it being confined to a challenge. Oh, okay. And then June was go outside for an hour every day, which I'm, I work outside. So not that, but like go outside and be active every day, which mostly ended up being walks because it got like hot. Mm. Didn't want to run anymore. Yeah. Um, outside then, of work hours, you're saying? Outside an of work hour hours. Out, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Like when I got home, I would go outside yes. for an hour every day. Oh, okay. That's um, nice. But like, I also counted like when I would go sailing. That also counted. That's odd. So it wasn't like, it wasn't yeah. specific to like going for a walk. You do outdoor sailing or indoor sailing? I do outdoor sailing. Yeah, oh, believe it wow. or not. That's um, awesome. But it wasn't just like a walk or a run. It was like just being just outside. Enjoying nice. nature. Yeah. And then this month it's reading. You're going to finally learn how to read. I'm going to learn how to read. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I knew, um, that, I knew that you had it in you. <laughs> you believed in me. Thank you. Yep. I do appreciate that. Uh, this month's almost over though. It's the 21st as we are recording this. This will go live. In a week or so. In a so. week or so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to do for August. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss. So hmm. any suggestions, I'm open to hearing them. But I feel like I've done them all now because I've done like we'll physical think of something. challenge. Of maybe like a journaling challenge. I'm not sure. But yeah. But let's, yeah. Let's, anyway, let's I have loved together. it. Okay. I have missed the accountability aspect. Yeah. We were really good at that with the sticker chart and everything. The sticker chart. Yeah. God. Um, you know what I've been doing lately? What? Breath work. Oh. Yeah. I've recently been getting a lot of targeted ads for breath work uh, retreats. Or it's not like a retreat. You do, go somewhere and you do it for like three hours or something. But everybody's like crying and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Where it's like in like the conference room of like yes. Hilton. <laughs> yes. Have you been getting those as well? No, I have not. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I think you showed me one before. Oh, maybe. And like people are. It just seems like so bizarre. Like all of these strangers. Like, yeah. They're like a rolling on the floor laughing or they're like yeah. crying and sobbing. And there's just like this like guru person yeah. and you're like in like a Sheridan yes. <laughs> like conference center. <laughs> it seems so bizarre. Yeah. But uh, also seems kind of cool. But no, I've been doing. I'd love to try it. Because um, I've been trying to get back to my meditation habit. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to try something a little bit different. And I found that uh, the doing like a, a repetitive breath sequence has been really helped me focus on the breath more because you're like doing something, you know, yeah. you're, uh, so I've been doing box breathing, which is inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. Oh. Yeah. And it's been very nice. Interesting. I have very much enjoyed it. And do you do uh, it like before work, after work? A little bit of both. Around your workout? Uh, whenever. Whenever it fits into your day. Whenever it fits into oh, my day. And I'm nice. doing it on the Calm app. So it'll keep track of, oh, uh, you know, okay. uh, just trying to keep that streak alive. Yeah. Keep that streak alive. Does uh does the Calm app have a section for this yes. breathwork stuff? Yes. Or it's just you're doing it while it's like a meditation. It has those breathing exercises in there. And it like kind of, it's hard to explain, but it makes like a noise. It's like, vroom. <laughs> so that's like you breathe in then hold okay so like you don't have to like look at it or count mentally you just like and then you get into a rhythm and it it's uh it's really nice i'll have to try that because i am still paying for the calm app although i haven't used it in a long time calm down calm if you want to sponsor us <laughs> let us know so they're probably like no we don't want you to be like the poster child of who probably uses not. this app probably not You've been using it for a long time and you don't look <laughs> calm at all. You look like a psychopath. Could potentially be. All right. We're at our happy hour, Sean. Oh, we are? Do you have any closing thoughts, Jerry Springer style? 
I do. I do. You knew My, you would. You always do. We need, what should we call this segment? Jerry Springer moments. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about a lot of things today. We talked about friendship. We talked about work. We talked about goals. Mm-hmm. We talked about getting outside of your comfort zone and trying something new. Even if it's just because you thought that it would be easy. <laughs> it's still important to do that. Yes. And I think it just highlights that the beauty of life is in experience. It's in collecting new experiences. Love that. Totally agree. I think you can set all the goals that you want. You can try to achieve as much as you can possibly dream of. But the thing that you are going to get the most satisfaction from is the experiences that you collect along the way. It's not the goal itself. Not the goal. Not the goal, but the experience. Beautifully said. Yeah, I was doing the AI thing. Talking about practice. It's not the goal. Not the goal. The experience. Oh, Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. Yeah. I thought you were going back to robots. Alan Iverson. The Alan answer. Iverson. The yeah. truth. Not the goal. I'm not talking about the goal. I'm talking about the experience. Beautiful. Thank you. Talking about practice. <laughs> talking about goals. So everybody out there, enjoy the moment, enjoy the journey, and enjoy the experience. And make sure you experience the experience. Absolutely. <laughs> Great job. All right. Thank you so much. Believe it or not, I actually just like sort of started talking. <laughs> just let it run. But I think that was, that tied it up Beautiful. nicely. You did a great job. All right. Well, till next time, <laughs> this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>